0: What shall I do, seeing that my Master is taking away the stewardship from me? To dig, I am not able. To beg, I am ashamed. I know what I shall do, that when I am removed from my stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. In today's Gospel, what seems at first like a contradiction or at least some kind of unjust financial bad business for an honest and faithful soul becomes a source of profound theology on the mystery of retribution. And especially today in our modern days culture when the notion of mercy and justice are too often falsely understood wrongly understood, leading many astray, either by falling in one extreme or the other. Too much mercy to the detriment of divine justice, and too much justice to the detriment of divine mercy. And yet we have heard on the one side from St. Catherine of Siena, that's mercy without justice would be the worst of cruelties. And on the other side, from St. Thomas Aquinas, justice without mercy is cruel. In fact, it seems that this dishonest servant, presented in today's parable, receives from his master a word of praise. And the master, says the text, commended this unjust steward in that he had acted prudently. And the Divine Master, our Lord, a few lines, lines later says, Make friends for yourselves with the mammon of wickedness, so that when you fail, they may receive you into everlasting dwellings. My dear faithful, all this might seem at first very confusing. How can, once again, this unjust steward be praised for acting with prudence? And how can we befriend with those who commit iniquity, the sons of Mammon? But of course, everything makes more sense under the light of divine justice. And first we have to understand the expression when you fail as of course being the symbol of our own death. When our time on earth will come to an end. And the second expression sons of mammon as sons of sin. According to the text the sons of sin who will be the one opening the gates of heaven. They may receive you into the everlasting dwellings. If so, then, these souls, of course, have to be understood as the saints now in paradise who died and are waiting for us to welcome us there in heaven. We then understand that departed can help men and that men on earth can be helped by the departed. In other words, that they can certainly help us, and on the other side, that we have a right to ask for their help. St. Francis de Sales gives the following explanation. The parable our Lord is using is too clear to allow us any doubt of its interpretation. For the similitude is taken from a steward, who being dismissed from his office and reduced to poverty begged help from his friends. And our Lord likens this dismissal unto death and the help begged from friends unto the help one receives after death from those to whom one has given alms. This help cannot be received by those who are in paradise or in hell. It is then by those who are in purgatory. End of quote. So two scenarios here in this passage should be considered. First, the state of departed souls. Already in heaven. The saints. Whether, of course, canonized or not. Saints in general. And their relationship with us. And vice versa. And second... The state of souls in purgatory still waiting for the Master to call them to the everlasting dwellings. So let's consider for a moment these two scenarios, two situations. As we all know, when the soul leaves the body, that is, at our death, our fate is fixed in time and for eternity. There is no more possibility for us to merit that is, this particular property of a good work which entitles the doer to receive a reward. Since, once again, we cannot perform anymore any good work. Our soul is separated from the body. Our body cannot do any good thing anymore. Importance, of course, to pray then for the grace of a holy death. Now, souls in heaven contemplate the glory of God and find in this contemplation perfect happiness and completeness. And therefore, we should invoke them, invoke the saints in order to obtain through their intercession the graces we need. Not that they possess or distribute all graces, but through the special place they have in our Lord's heart, they are our best intercessors, our best advocates and defenders, as on earth they shared our nature with all its mystery, its wickedness, but also its talents and qualities. Jesus's intercession is, of course, necessary and all sufficient in itself. He's God. However. Because of the very fact, and this is what was misunderstood by Protestants, because of the very fact that the saints are members of the risen Christ, members of the mystical body of Christ, their prayers are intimately and infinitely connected, united to the prayers of Christ. They also love us because of the share we have in their love of God. This is why it's so important, my dear friends, to have recourse to the saints, especially on their feast days. And for that, it is good to try to follow the liturgical calendar in order to find every day a powerful help for our spiritual life. So let's foster in our families, in our entourage, the love for the life of the saints, which, of course, will be a much more powerful a much more useful tool than trying to know everything and anything about the lives of the less edifying people in our society. And so learn from their lives. Comfort yourselves by contemplating their difficulties, their weaknesses, and the power of God's grace in their souls. Do not forget the powerful intercession of your own patron saint, either patrons from your baptism or your confirmation saint. Today's gospel, as we said, focuses more on this infidel or unfaithful servant, steward. This seems to be a particular approach of the mystery of souls in purgatory. In fact, it refers to these souls who have served mammon through their sinful actions on earth, sons of Adam and Eve, sons of sin, affected in the deepest part of their nature by original sin, and yet these same souls who persevered and tried hard to remain always faithful to their master. Their debts are still to be paid off, But God, in His infinite mercy, and this is where mercy connects with justice, God, in His infinite mercy, because of their good works on earth, their perseverance and their fidelity, but also because of our prayers and sacrifices for them, their debts are reduced and have now the conviction to be one day of the great number of the elects and to partake into the everlasting joy of heaven through the beautiful mystery of the communion of saints as we pray in the creed. We can, not only we can, but we must, as members of the church militant, relieve the members of the church suffering. Suffering in purgatory, suffering from their pains. And we can relieve them through prayer, fasting, and other good works. How many masses prayers, sacrifices heroic acts sometimes can be offered for the sake of souls in purgatory my dear friends be glad because this is one of the rare opportunity for us to practice self-interested help to these souls because what better advocate will we have in heaven than the souls we have repaid the debt and delivered, relieved from their suffering. Remember this powerful quote from the great Saint Therese of the Little Flower? You all know it, to pick up a needle on the ground can save a soul. Simplicity of a soul who understood this to perfection, a simple good action. Simple little sacrifice performed out of love for God and for the salvation of souls becomes now in the divine equation a powerful means of sanctification, a meritorious action for ourselves, and a positive self-interested help to those souls in purgatory. The stewards who seems who sees his debts be reduced mercifully thanks to the prayers of the church militant, but also thanks to the mercy of his master, this steward, this servant, reminds us of our duty once again as Christians to pray for departed souls who, once delivered from their pains, will be again our best intercessors, advocates before the throne of God. So let us pray. Let us pray our Blessed Mother, in particular, under her title as Mother of Perpetual Help. Let us pray our Blessed Mother with hope and confidence, as the great Saint Bernard wrote in his beautiful prayer, one of the dearest prayers to Saint Francis de Sales, that never was it known that anyone who implored her help or sought her in succession was left unaided. May she help us at the hour of our death. And may she always intercede for the souls in purgatory. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.